Hello, friends and family, and welcome back to the Quick Change Podcast. I am your host, Shirley Gore. Thank you so much for joining us again here at the Quick Change Podcast. I am getting stories from friends and family and some new friends and some new uh, people uh, also known as my tribe coming on to tell me about all the amazing quick changes that have happened in their life, be it on stage or off stage. And by quick change, I mean that, you know, changes that are happening, be it because of the pandemic or something dramatic or tragic that has happened in your life that has caused you to have to either quickly change who you are, where you are, what you're doing. And so we've had some really exciting stories lately of just of survival, of resilience, of how people had to quickly change. And it was one of the most exciting quick changes of their lives. And so today I have a special guest. Um, I met this young lady, I don't know, maybe it feel like it's probably been 10 years now, but um, we met on stage. And so I have probably thousands of friends uh, or thousands of people that I can call friends that I have met on stage. This young lady is by far one of the most talented people I know. She is funny. She is talented. She is a sister. She is a teacher. She's a daughter. She's a performer. She's a therapist. She's a social worker. She's a lighthouse. Um, she is my sister and she is my friend. Her name is Calvet Beecham. How are you? this morning, Calvet. I love the term lighthouse. Oh my goodness. That was good. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. How you doing this morning? I'm really good. I'm really good. This is this is the good stuff. This is, you know, like I this is the egg cracking on the side of the pan. This is Good stuff. Let's go. I'm ready. Yes. I'm ready. Thank you so much for getting up with me this morning. Um, where are you hailing from? I'm here in Los Angeles. Where are you right now? I am in Euclid, Ohio, here mm. in the middle of the heartland. So I'm in Ohio. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and how's the weather in Ohio, <laughs> Kelvet? We got snow today and it's May. What? Yeah. Yeah, there's snow. Um, yesterday it snowed a little bit, and today it snowed a little bit. And, um, there's snow, but it's, I mean, it, nothing's like, it's not a layer of snow on the ground, but we got snow today, yeah. Wow. Stranger things. Like you can't, nothing, you can't ca really call anything. Like I stopped watching the weather uh, probably a decade ago because they don't even know. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they get close. They get close, though. They get close. They be like, it might be snow and it might be a tornado. So it could be both options. So, you know, if either one happened, it could be right. Right, both are probable, right? That's the that's the scary part. Either one, either one is they could be nailing it, and that's the scary part. Um, here at the Quick Change Podcast, Kelvet, I am asking my guests, uh, what was the most influential quick change of your life? I got fired. Mm. Uh, I was working. Um, so the year must have been, was it, was it 2010? Was it 20, I, I can't even think of what year it was, but, um, I had just gotten out of grad school and I was at a, and I was at an agency. Um, so I was, you know, 
I, I remember getting hired for this job, and some of my classmates were at the at the office when I walked in. And I was walking in. I had on my, you know, I probably had on the two-piece suit. I got on the suit, suited up. Yeah. And I walked in, and um, they were like, "Tell that, come on in." I'm like, "Hi." So I walked past a couple of my classmates that are also entering, interviewing for this position. And um, I remember years later when my classmate saw me, she was like, "Yeah, when I saw you walking in there, I knew that that was your job." I was like, "No stuff. That was my job," you know. Um, and I, I got a position as a as a coordinator for a program mm-hmm. um, right out of grad school. Mm-hmm. And um, it was my first time doing something in that sphere because I, I come out of education. So I was I went back to grad school and, um, and then I ended up at this agency job. Um, and immediately I had a great supervisor. Mm-hmm. She was a genius. She was wonderful. And comes to me, I think about a month and a half after I got there, she's like, hey, uh, I'm leaving. I was like, well, ooh, uh, ooh, where, where are you going? Where are you going? What's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. she's, like, she's like, well, I can't work here anymore. It's, you know, some other stuff. And she, she kind of explained why she had to leave this job. And I, I the whole time, I'm kind of like, I, I didn't see the writing on the wall at that point. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I ended up getting a new supervisor, you know, within the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I got hired on, the person that was training me to do the job got a new job. Mm-hmm. And then the person that was going to replace her was also learning how to do the job. Mm-hmm. So I, I virtually went almost a, almost six months to a year without any type of like formal supervision training right. in this in the job. Mm-hmm. Um, Needless to say, I sucked pretty bad at it. Um, there was parts of the job that I was, I knew what I was doing, you know. I had uh, I had good relationships with my coworkers, mm-hmm. those kind of things. But the, the area of the job that I was really terrible at was figuring out how to put these systems in place. Mm-hmm. So um, I, would, I would talk to my supervisor, and she, and she didn't know. And then finally, I got a new person. And so that new person comes in, and for a while, things were kind of trucking along. They're learning the system. I'm learning the system. And all of a sudden, they get to a place where they're like, you know what? You're really bad at this. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of noticed that, too. Right. And um, I remember one day, it was one day in April, and they, and they called me in, and they are like, you know what? We don't want you here anymore. Wow. And um, we're gonna we're gonna give you the deuces and thank you for your service. And I was like, shoot. Yeah. I was like, so what does this mean? What does this mean? Where do I go next? How right. does this work? Um, where's my employment? And they're like, you don't get any because you did such a bad job. Um, and I was like, wow. So wow. Wow. at that point, there was a, a huge shift in my life. Right. Where I went from being this cocky grad student walking into an interview knowing everything about everything in the world right. to sitting at this desk in a cubicle mm-hmm. um, with phone ringing, phones ringing all around me mm-hmm. and miserable co-workers mm-hmm. and coffee breaks and, mm-hmm. you know, sitting on the toilet for hours just crying and hoping that the day ends soon. And you go from that and all of a sudden, you're free from it, you know? So there was a lot of the 
feelings that I had as I was leaving that day. I felt ashamed. I felt guilty. I felt um, embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I felt like I let my family down. Mm-hmm. I let myself down. I, I was, I was just not in the place where I thought I was in my life. Right. But in a way that that was okay. Right. Because I got fired mm-hmm. in April. Mm-hmm. I didn't have work. I kind of was like figuring things out. And then that's when I met, that's when I went down to Virginia because I wouldn't have been able to do that oh. during my real life. Like I, if you're in a job, like wow. in a nine to five, you don't have that opportunity. So you caught me on the tail end of wow. all of that. <laughs> That's yeah. great. And I had is, no idea. Well, you should have had an idea because I laid in the bed all day sleeping, eating grapes naked underneath the green blanket. Yeah. I, you're right, Kelvin. You're so right. You should have had an idea. I never want to go to the swimming pool. Kel- I'm going to shine your trucker half the first time you met me. You're so right. But, Kelvin, when you don't know a person and then they present. Right themselves in a way I don't I didn't know what to compare it to I didn't have anything to compare it to whether this was the healthy Kelvet or the unhealthy Kelvet I just knew that I had been presented with a gift of being your roommate for this gig and I was literally coming from a really bad low-key abusive situation when I wow. met you, um, I had literally just left from Boston and my girlfriend had just dropped me in Virginia weeks before that. Weeks. Yes. Weeks. I think I think we had t- talked about it weeks before that. So we literally, I feel like we were each other's lighthouse and didn't even know it. I mean, literally when they were yeah. like, these are going to be your roommates. And they they said, the two of us, we looked at each other and they're literally, the music in the background should have been just like, have you seen my childhood? <laughs> when we looked at each other, like, per- we were like, perfect. It was, it was, it was love at first sight as far as yeah. our sisterhood and our kinship and 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 what we needed from each other. You needed someone to cook and I needed to cook. Yes. Yeah. 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 I needed to sit there at the at the kitchen counter mm-hmm. in that kitschy little hut. And mm-hmm. I needed you to make everything smothered in honey. You know, <laughs> I needed you to make chicken and french fries and just feed you were feeding my soul. You know, literally. You were feeding my soul. You know, I remember like um I, I, you know, at that time I was having kind of a tough time with the other kids in the cast because yeah. they were ki- they were kids, right? And um, I, I, I was very different, and I, you know, sometimes I, I fit, sometimes I fit the theater mode, and then sometimes I really, really don't. Right. Like you know, sometimes I'm like I am Broadway, and other times people are like, <laughs> you don't fit in here, you know, like right. you just don't have enough Patty Lapone in you. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I think you might be right. But right. it just, it really depends. And um, uh, uh, I just think, I just think that there's a lot going on. You know, I think yeah. that at that point, I, and I didn't need a lot of people, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I needed who was there. 
Mm-hmm. I needed who was going to be willing to show up. Yes. And um, I needed I needed that cinnamon challenge that went terribly wrong. <laughs> you know, you were... <laughs> I needed I needed those things. I needed to walk into your into the back of the house and be like, "Is this my bedroom?" <laughs> I needed you to say that. You know, I needed those things. So I, I just I I really am thankful for uh, for that time. Mm-hmm. But I, I was coming out of something very challenging. Mm-hmm. And um and so like I said, that was in April and that then the summer happened and I, I, I in the summertime I work at a theater company. I work at Mercury Theater Company. Um since oh three I've been working with them in the summer. Um and we we were putting on three shows that summer mm-hmm. and um the last show in that season was um, it all shook up. Yes. Uh, that, was the, that was the last show in that season mm-hmm. because it was the first show mm-hmm. in Virginia's season. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember my, my friend in the side, in the wings while I'm singing, um, he's holding the camera and I, and I sang, there's always me. Mm-hmm. And I remember we, we did a couple takes, like every night I would sing it, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, don't tell me you're taping it, don't tell me, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, we, we had to get one of the clips that was good enough to send down to Virginia, mm-hmm. um, and that was how I got to do that show for the, for the very first time. It was, it, was a, it was a really great experience. That, that, summer, that summer was a healing summer for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that's one of your, that's one of your, um, your trigger words. You, not trigger, but um, keyword. Keyword? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, whatever healing. you want to call it. Was a, yeah. It was a very healing time for me. Wow, that's crazy when you have no idea. I'm learning something right now, um, Kelvet, because yeah. it's, you know, yeah. you, and the crazy part about it is even in your triggered or hurting state, you were still enough. You still showed up. You still performed. You still were able to be a friend to me. You still were able to, you know, wake up when I knocked on your door to say, can, can I just lay beside you or can I just, I just need somebody to talk to. So, so I just want to thank you for pushing through and just showing up even in the midst of your own storm. So I just want to publicly thank you because I had no idea. Yes. As far as what it means, what it means to, to live or experience a quick change in your life, yes. you know. As, as far as literally on the stage, this is the persona. Yes. You know, this yes. is Sylvia. She's a forty-year-old mom mm-hmm. of a sassy teenage daughter, mm-hmm. and then owns her own cafe. She's right. falling in love. She right. has all this going on. Right. And you're giving that to the audience. You're like, here, here's this, mm-hmm. you know. It was I mean, it was that that song in that show mm-hmm. was so special to me because mm-hmm. um I, and, and I'm, I'm not I don't mean I'm, I'm saying this because it was this special. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you sometimes you get a call in the middle of a song. Mm-hmm. And like Yes. They, they know better than them to do that. Yes. They won't do that. Yes. That's not, you know, they will never hoot and holler and mm-hmm. cheer. But if it 
if it's if it's at a place where you that's what has to happen, mm-hmm. that's what has to happen. Yes. So um so if you get applause in the middle of the song, like you you know, you did something right. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> I remember I used to be, I used to get applause in the middle of that song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Because the second I step off the stage, Sylvia Sylvia who gets applause in the middle of her song Come on. is gone. Come on. And then Kelvet is there. Come on. And Kelvet yes. can't even get the other kids in the cast to hang out with her. Come on. You know? Come on. Kelvet has to wait for Shirley to make her breakfast. You know, Kelvet yes. has to like you know, mm-hmm. she's secretly calling places because she's looking for her job when she gets back to Cleveland. She right. has to go back to sobbing or she has to you know, so it's, it was just like uh, a really, a really um, interesting mm-hmm. dynamic between Calvet and, and and Sylvia. You yes. know, because the character was not me, mm-hmm. but mm. that's what made it so special to play that part. Because yes. it was a real opportunity for me to be like, you know what? Yeah, I am on the struggle right now, mm. and I am. I am full of shame and guilt and embarrassment. But for this two hours, two and a half hours, I am not that. Mm. I am free. I am I am past it. Mm-hmm. I'm stronger than mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was able to kind of lean on that. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I got home. That's what got me through that time. Yes. And, um, I remember, I remember um, there was a, a spa down the street mm-hmm. from our our condo, the Mai Tais, I think that place was called. Mm-hmm. And there was a um, there was a spa. Mm-hmm. That, I forget what it was called, but it was like a spa and wellness type center. Mm-hmm. And um, they did this they did this um, massage, and they used like um, packs, like mm-hmm. castor oil packets. Mm-hmm. They their massage had like a spiritual component where they would be like, we're helping you to release mm-hmm. your inner your inner trouble. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to give you the name of thought. I just need a thought, you know. <laughs> right. But, but what ends up happening is that you're sitting there and you're, and it, 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 it's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. things are being released. I mm-hmm. remember, I got, I think I got three massages while I was out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I was yeah. like, I needed that. Like, yeah. I needed that release. I needed yeah. that, you know, yeah. that, pressure. I needed that. I needed that mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, on the top of this hill, because we were at a resort that overlooked the water, and I remember they had a, um, a labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, labyrinth. On the, yeah. At, at, on the top of this platform that kind of overlooked the water. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember they were like, well, you ask your question and you walk into the labyrinth and you go around mm-hmm. the circle and you follow this path and you, you can gain enlightenment. I was like, I was like, well, you know what? I'm full of need for enlightenment. Right. So I remember, I remember walking the path and going through this labyrinth and kind of just letting my thoughts go mm-hmm. and just being, being open and mm-hmm. willing to take this walk. And I, I remember coming out of it, you know, not necessarily feeling any better, mm-hmm. but, but always, always knowing that I was making effort. I was trying to fix whatever this was. Like right. I was, I was, I was actively in the process of like getting it 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Kelvet, you yeah. did a damn good job. Like it's um, kudos to you because you made it. I'm glad you made it. Um, I remember the day that it was the, the uh, that contract was up and standing outside of your truck and looking at your truck being packed up and just remembering like, wow, I just made a lifelong friend. I remember thinking that. I remember you coming over to my parents' house and and having yes, I remember you know, that. Yeah, and and I little did I know, you know, I I still have that picture of all of us standing and and the day that you came to have dinner at my parents' house was the first time that I had met one of my cousins. Do you remember? She also came to dinner and I was just looking like, yeah. Yeah. I, I can do this. You know, this is a this is a good looking tribe. You know, it felt good. And so I'm just grateful for your friendship. I'm grateful for your transparency. It's so how does how does one how does one go from being a social worker slash therapist to Carolina change? Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it finally was a, a season that I 
season that had enough other shows in it mm-hmm. that they didn't feel like it was it would drown right. and it, it would be um, able to financially make its coin and everything. So mm-hmm. um, I, it, they ran it for a, a limited run mm-hmm. um, in, a, in a really um, heavy blockbuster season. It was the year we did Soho Cinder, which is um, a really, a really awesome Drew Styles production. Mm-hmm. And we had done, I think, yeah, I, I, that was Soho Cinder, and we had done, uh, I think, I think, I think we had also done Pinocchio that season. I, I don't remember. It was a four. I remember it was a four show summer. Right. So if you did all the shows, you were in four shows. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh! And we did Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and Carolina Change. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so th- that season, um, you know, I just—I I mean, that, that role is so personal to me because it's—it's it's about a lot of things. It's yes. about you know, my grandmother. Both of them, my grandmothers, were both cleaning women. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean that, like, so each night I would be out there and I would be like, "This is for them. This yes. is for, yes. and this is for every woman who's ever." Been a cleaning woman, and and the, the the respect of the work, and the dignity of the work, yes. and the the pride that they had in yes. their white pressed suit. Yes, you know, yes, not a wrinkle in place, not a hair out of place. Right. But you're doing this job that is completely, you know, about putting somebody else's life together. Yes. but you have to stay perfectly put in place, not yes. a hair out of place. Right. You know, and um. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. um. I can only imagine the the walk, the personal walk that you had to take, right? And there's some things that you have to ingest in order to properly embody the character. So, what are some best practices for the actors and actresses that are out there that have to embody these characters that take us back into our a place in our timelines where things weren't necessarily in our favor? What are some best practices to to sort of kind of help us go in and out of those quick changes so that we don't lose our minds in the process? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I've been in a show where the lead, you know, was like, I can't Right. They had a hard time once they got off the stage leaving that character behind. I think I think there has to be there has to be some you have to know yourself. Yeah. And for me, I can hang out after the show. Right. I might be a little bit quieter than normal. Right. But um I think there is a part of you that has to like kind of process what you just did and what you experienced and because you do draw so much from your own experiences. Right. No, I've never been a I've never been a cleaning woman, but right. have I felt like I was oppressed? Right. Have I felt unseen? Right. Have I felt strong and have to put on this strong face for everybody in my life? Right. But inside I'm I'm broken and weak. Yes. Has has that ever happened in my life? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Have I ever have I ever cried out to God that I just don't feel like things are fair? Right. And felt like I'm a strong Christian woman but I still don't feel like I'm getting my my what I what I am do and yeah. have I had a hard time with changes in my life? Right. Are all these things true about me? Absolutely. Yeah. So I I think that you're digging from that. Mm-hmm. And then you are stepping off the stage and then you have to take whatever precautions for yourself to adjust to that character. You mm-hmm. know, because yes. at, the, at the end of the show, 
we do, um, we greet the audience at Mercury. Mm -hmm. So after the show, you go back to the back of the lobby, and we all, everybody kind of hugs you, high fives you. Mm -hmm. And um, usually, usually I'm a little bit of a, I mean, I'm 50 50 about it. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. you'll catch me out there Mm -hmm. um, because I'm slow, I'm Mm -hmm. slow to get changed, Mm -hmm. and I'm always sweaty. So the audience, sometimes they want to hug the sweaty person. Mm -hmm. They want to hug the character on the stage. Yes. (laughs) Right, right. Right. Oh, <laughs> right. So sometimes I just run through the dressing room and change, but if the show is Carolina changing your Caroline, you have to get out there. So um, I was, I kind of, I kind of had to do that um, processing after that. Mm-hmm. So you know, you you had to go, Caroline, your face is covered in tears, you're sweaty and, and wet because um, the technical director and the artistic director. Um, made it rain on the stage. Right. So in the last scene where there's there's only underwater, uh, 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 so right. underwater, they made it rain on stage too. So, so if it's raining on stage, mm-hmm. I'm soaking wet. Right. You know, so I'm going out to the audience, and so I have, you know, you go, you now you're telling that again, and, and that's it. You're telling that again. Right. So I would, I went to the lobby and, um. You, you greet the guests and you, you do all that stuff. So there really isn't a chance to come out of the character, so right. to speak. Um, you, just, you just do it. It's not even really like how, did, how, you, how you flip the switch. And then when you get home at night and you, you kind of think through your performance, you're like, oh, okay, that went well. That was fun. Or, mm-hmm. And you process it then. Or you wait till the show ends and then you kind of sit through your stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also think that if that's something that you really have, have trouble with and and your your mental health is like complicated by your character mm-hmm. and stuff like that, then I can't flip back out of my character and I am dealing with a lot of the issues in my that are being brought up and I'm getting triggered, then maybe you do seek help. You know, you seek professional help at that point. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe it's not as easy for you to to transition because you're actually dealing with a lot of personal issues mm-hmm. and at that point you know it's okay not to be okay it's kind of the thing that they're saying right now about everything but it, it holds true here too, as well you know if you're not feeling good go talk to somebody get some help get support you know yes um Calvet, this is amazing um if we want to find you on social media how can we find you um is it facebook Calvet beecham if we just yeah, I mean, I, I'm on Facebook, but I, I think that I don't. I, I well, that's one of my self-preservation yes. techniques. Yes. Is I don't Facebook too much yes. because sometimes I get I get real like ah, I get real I get real yes. whiny. Yes. So I, I kind of stay away from Facebook. Um, I have I have an Instagram. I, I'm about to open it. I'm open up my page. <laughs> what when is this going to air? When is this going to air? <laughs> Next week sometime. Okay, by next week I'll, I'll open up my page. It's, um, uh, what page should I have people follow? You can follow me as Life Bridge Therapy. How about that? Because that's as open and accessible and okay. you want to drop in the DMs, you can do it there. Okay, so and Life that'll be Bridge in the bio. We'll put therapy. that in your bio. Okay. Okay. Is that cool? So, yeah. Kelvin, yeah. I love you. I appreciate you. 
Um, thank you for all that you do for the culture. Thank you for all that you do for the children that are in the system that uh, you are checking on every single day and caring for. Thank you for all the amazing roles that you've played for black and brown uh, women all over the world. So thank you for pushing boundaries. Thank you for pushing through. I appreciate you. Absolutely. And so you all, this is the Quick Change Podcast. Um, we are here getting some amazing stories of survival, of how people were able to push past boundaries. If you would like to be um, interviewed, you can reach me at Shirley underscore Gore on Instagram or Shirley Gore on Facebook. Thank you all so much for tuning in. My guest today was Kelvet Beecham. Again, thank you. We love you and have a wonderful day.